de la que envicia, de la que mata, la que enchula y enamora. Besar sus alas es peor que cualquier droga. Su movimiento no tiene compañía. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week is our last um, episode about our trip to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, we, if you've been listening, the last couple of episodes have been episodes recorded with a couple of artists that we talked to on a whirlwind trip to DR, and we, you know, did our best to squeeze in a couple of folks, and so if you haven't caught up, Our interviews with Mula and La Pajarita La Paul are up and ready for you to listen to. Yeah, and we kind of took DR as like uh, an opportunity to try to do a couple of things differently with our the sort of format of our episodes and the way that we record. And so you see a little bit of that in, especially in the Pajarita episode where we kind of like intersplice the interview with us talking about the conversation. And this episode, we've got a bunch of... Um, kind of things that we recorded along the way, kind of like a diary of our trip to DR, and we're going to be kind of sharing those clips along with music from our trip. Yeah, so let us know what you think. We're just experimenting with fun new formats and ideas and just trying to keep it fresh out here for yeah. us and for you. So the song that we're starting this episode with is um, called Voy a Romper la Cama en Dos, and it's by Marino Castellanos. Let's take another listen. Se te quedan para siempre Y aun convencido que no es la que te conviene Así llamando aunque te duela la herida Con eso cuando me llamó Impacto todo y tiene pensado volver Como soy débil y me gusta mi mujer Antes que llegue ya encontré la solución So most of the music that we're bringing to this episode came from CDs that we bought on the beach in DR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just like sitting there, comiendo un pescadito frito. Mm -hmm. There's some Romeo Santos in the background. Living our best lives and like a bunch of vendors come by trying to sell you things. Um, and one dude came by with a bunch of bootleg CDs. I feel like a little bit guilty because like clearly the artist didn't get any royalties from these CDs. So like, perdonanos, you know, that we, we participated in this, like, <laughs> you know, illegal music economy. But, you know, we're also supporting the people who are making their living, kind of doing what they have to do. Yeah, in, the, in the vendors of Juan Dolio. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So it was kind of funny because we were talking to him and we were like, we wanted music we didn't already know. And he was like really surprised by how much music we knew. <laughs> I was like, you don't know who you're talking to <laughs> right now. <laughs> He's like, who are these women? Um, and so, but we, ha we did actually find four different artists that were relatively new to us. And this is one of them. So he 
I, you know, I, I think these artists, because partly because we don't know about them, indicates that they're like pretty well known in DR, but not that well known outside of DR in the U.S. So like there was less information about these folks on like where I usually do research. Like nobody had a mm-hmm. Wikipedia page, for example. Um, and so I cobbled together what I could from looking at people's like social media profiles mostly. Um, but this um, hombre has a bio on Spotify that he wrote. That says he's from San Francisco de Macorís, which is in El Cibao. And a lot of the artists actually are from El Cibao, which is like the north of DR. And Mm -hmm. it actually has like a sweet story about how he came from really humble beginnings. Again, this is like written by him. but um, And that supposedly one day he was at a concert of um, the bachatero Luis Segura. And then he like asked to get on stage somehow and sing. And according to this, what he wrote that like the crowd loved it so much, they asked him to keep singing. And that was the beginning of his career. That's very, very sweet. And I think it's appropriate that we started this episode with bachata because. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? There was so much bachata mm-hmm. everywhere we went. And it was mm-hmm. just like sort of like a soundtrack to life, mm-hmm. which I f- sounds about right. Right. You know, like if yeah. you've spent any time in Washington Heights in New York or, mm-hmm. you know, around you know your Dominican friends or you know I think bachata is just like one of those things it's like such a an everyday thing and um and it was just lovely it was just like oh yeah this is where I am it was like very Mm -hmm. grounding in that Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. yeah for sure I was in heaven I was in heaven um and we'll get more (laughs) into exactly what heaven looked like during our trip around bachata but I love particularly how fast this one is I mean there's a lot of really fast Dominican bachata and I'm just yeah yeah this is like a workout to dance to. Like, this is no joke, but it's also really, um, it's just the, the energy of it is really fun. Yeah. I love one of those songs when you're dancing and then it's so fast that by the end you're just like, <gasps> you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like, and while you're in it, you're a little bit dying, but you're not fully dying until right. it's over and you didn't realize how much yeah. you were dying. Yeah. And then so four hours later and your legs hurt and you're like, how did I just do that? <laughs> you know, because you were getting, <laughs> yeah, dancing is the, the best workout on the dance floor. Exactly. So it, I don't know if you listened, I know you're not a super lyrics person, but I really liked the story of the song. Did you catch it? Oh, I didn't pay attention enough. Yeah. So at first I thought, you know, voy a romper la cama en dos. I was like, okay, it's a song about like having really intense sex, you know, but no. <laughs> Sounds it's, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's my assumption. But no, I listened a little closely and no, it's, he's saying he's going to break the bed in half to keep himself from like sleeping with her again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, that is dramatic. That's an innovative friend. strategy. I know. You're like, if the bed is broken, then we won't be able to have sex. And like, unfortunately, you can have sex in lots of places, including like the couch or the table or the floor. But I thought it was a funny metaphor. So yeah, he's just like really trying to quit her and having a lot of trouble. And I don't know if it's like he's cheating or what the backstory is or why they shouldn't be together. But he's like, this is how I'm going to keep you away. <laughs> um, so I love these just different ways there are to talk about like heartbreak and love. And- Amazing. So we'll talk about a little bit later. We'll talk about our trip and some of the very DR magia that occurred. But one of the things that we did with Radio Menea was to try to interview artists. And that was an adventure. Yes, it was an adventure. So we were in Santo Domingo, which is the capital. And we had been in touch with these, with Mulan, with Pajarita via mostly really Instagram direct message beforehand. But it wasn't until the night before, we were actually at the beach when we realized via communicating with them that they were both not in Santo Domingo, but in Santiago, (laughs) 
which is a city in DR on the other side of the country. Um, but lucky for us, it's a small country. So we made it work <laughs> and we got our asses on a bus um, the next morning and headed to Santiago. Hey, 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 aquí estamos. Guess where we are? We are in Camino a Santiago de Santo Domingo, in la República Dominicana. We are in heaven, basically, is how I feel. We're in the Caribbean. Rayo Men en el Caribe. It's our first international reporting trip. <laughs> We're literally recording on a bus like dorks. <laughs> feel really great about it. Yeah, so great. Um, so far, we have eaten pescado frito y tostones uh-huh. on the beach. Yep, like you do. There's been a lot of bachata y merengue in the uh-huh. background. Definitely also some dembo. Yes, I love it. I love it. We definitely bought some bootleg CDs from a guy on the beach who was very impressed with our amount of musical knowledge. <laughs> We're like, no, 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 that you will hear more about in we the future. We hope you love it. We feel very, I feel very official with this. We have now have a field recorder. Hey. And I feel very official with Estamos it. Bien fancy. Yes. Shout out to all of y'all who donated to our birthday yes. campaign, who made this shit possible. Yes. Porque, si no. estamos, yeah. So. We're doing it for you, though. Yep. So I'm having a great time. How yeah. about you? This is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. It feels, me quedé loca how similar it is to Venezuela mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just landscape wise mm-hmm. and also you know la gente es muy parecida yeah eso tiene sentido eso tiene sentido también me parece Santo Domingo me parece Havana they have very similar mm-hmm. colonial histories yeah yeah pues bueno we're just very excited to be here and to be sharing some of our trip with y'all so stay tuned so we didn't actually record anything on the way back from Santiago because both we were tired because we'd been recording all day. And also I felt like a little bit more self-conscious, like busting out our recorder on the next, the second bus we took, which was just like every seat was full. So our next song is another um, jam that we bought on the beach. Um, and it was an album from an album by Lito Shock, who's I actually wasn't yes. familiar with. Were you familiar with him before? Yes, I'm familiar okay. with Lito Shock. It's so full, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so let's take a listen. The song that I picked is called Ben. Yo, una vaina heavy para que prenda. Yo tomo los minutos, se prenda. Yo como quítate esa prenda. Y esa policía no la 
thought you would like this one, Vero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love, I love a little bit of Dembo. I love like the mm -hmm. Dominican Urbano scene. I think it's really fucking fun, awesome mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm. I just like the beat of this one. Just like yeah, meh, so good. Yeah. It is good. Um, there were a lot of billboards promoting him in DR, so clearly he's like, I think. Yeah, he's big. Well he's really big. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just never come across him. But before. like mostly in DR, like not in like the larger Latin American Urbano scene, right? Like I feel like right. these, like you know, like. Dominican artists don't make it or haven't been making it like as international in the same way as like you know like Puerto Rican artists or Colombian artists right 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 there's definitely like a, a moment where people kind of get big outside of DR um, and some people kind of stay more local in terms yeah, of yeah and fame. it's all racialized and uh-huh for sure all for that sure. yep so he's from Puerto Plata um, and that's about all I could find about him <laughs> on the internet. He does have a ton of followers on IG. He's like 800,000 plus. So he's definitely a big, a big artist for sure. Yeah, he has a ton of songs. I think there's a lot of Dembo and it's just really, you know, Dominican Dembo. And it's really fun stuff. It's like Liddy summer body music, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought this one would be a pretty good hit in a Zumba class because of the like beat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're analyzing all of this Dominican think, Republic music well, through I mean, possible Zumba I know, class contributions. I don't know why I brought that up twice. I know. Um, I think it's because I'm working on my YA novel, like trying to finish a revision, and I wrote I wrote a new scene about a Zumba class, and the person, the character in my there novel. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The character in my novel who's teaching the class is like a a Dominican vieja who's living in, who's like friends with my main character and living in North Carolina where the book is set. So I think that's why it's been on my mind. <laughs> it's like, what song should I bring into this scene about the Zumba class? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, these, these CDs have a lot of tracks on them. Um, they were definitely the kind of CD where, you know, they printed out the like album description themselves and like typed it. So there's like a lot of spelling errors <laughs> and that kind of thing. So it's really, and we kind of, brought me back a little bit to like the old days when we used to make like mix CDs and give them to people, you know? Yeah. And I mean, and this is the kind of music that we would hear maybe like at the plaza, like mm -hmm. late at night, mm -hmm. which is a place where we spent a lot of time mm -hmm. with our friend in DR, Janeris, who was helping me a little bit like to moderate and figure out conversations with activists on the island and yeah, we spent a lot of time at Plaza Duarte. Yeah, so Plaza Duarte is in Santo Domingo and it's just um, a, you know, a park basically um, where all the queers hang out uh, and people just come at night and gather there and drink in the open air. There's not really seems to be, I think they, that when the police want to fuck with people, they can like tell people they have to leave because they're like drinking or whatever they're out and making noise but generally like people are able to kind of just like chill and drink and um and you know just buy the buy whatever they want at the little liquor store in the plaza and then hang out and so we got to spend a couple like pretty much every night we'd like end up walking over there and hanging out for a little yeah. while yeah yeah and it was just a nice vibe you know it's like open air and chill and gay Mm -hmm. It was like a lesbian side, apparently. Mm -hmm. I think we were kind of on the lesbian side, but it was hard we to tell. We were on the lesbian side. It wasn't, it, we were there for Semana Santa too. So it was kind of not the best timing because Semana Santa, which is like the week before Easter, um, is like a big deal. People travel, people party, people go home, you know? So like, I think things were like a little bit quieter in Santo Domingo than maybe they would be normally. And we were talking about how it's like kind of a bummer in the U.S. that there's so much um, policing of like public space you know, loit no loitering, no drinking outside, like all this stuff. And it really just like 
messes with how socializing can happen. And I mean, it's very kind of racialized and class-based, right? Who's allowed to hang out outside? Yeah, I mean, I think of that a lot in the ways that because I live in a big city, I think about the ways that like cities are designed so that like, you know, it's hard for like to, to exist without paying money. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't go and spend time in places without like paying for a coffee, paying for food, mm-hmm. paying for like a bagel, mm-hmm. whatever. It's hard yeah. to like exist places without paying for something, which is prohibitive for a lot of people. Right. And then in when, when the weather is okay enough for you to be in a public space, public spaces, at least in New York City, are so heavily policed that it can be a hard place to be also. Yeah. You know, and like things like like you know, not to say that policing isn't an issue in DR because it is. And we heard about that. Um, but it's, it's just like not at the same level, right? Like people like brought their beers and their cigarettes and we're just chilling and hanging out outside. And like, it's just like, you can just exist without having like the cops, like stepping on your neck every two seconds. Right. Yeah. Although I think, which feels so different from Mm -hmm. New York. Yeah. It's true. It felt really different. And D.C. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Yannity used to tell us that like sometimes the cops give people trouble, you know, so I think they kind of do. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's totally. Like it's always, it's totally. always a possibility, especially for like queer and trans folks. Um, yeah. yeah. But so, you know, we spent this long ass day. We like took a bus two hours down to Santiago, did these two interviews that were amazing and then got our asses back on a bus, came all the way back to Santo Domingo. And then we're like, well, we have to go to the plaza. Okay. Hola, hola, hola. Aquí en la plaza. Divirtiéndonos, tomando una cervecita. Having homos. With the homos. I mean, I think it's like a mixed crowd. Yeah, it's a mixed crowd. So what? La plaza. ¿Cómo se llama la plaza? Ni sabemos cómo se llama la plaza. Yaneri. ¿Cómo se llama esta plaza? Parque Duarte. Parque Duarte. Duarte. El padre de la patria. Que también era marica. All right, so another song that we decided to bring to this episode from our bootleg CD collection mm-hmm. is by Alahasa. This one is called Mi Forma de Ser.
Did you know of him? I'd heard this name, but I hadn't ever spent much time with this artist. Yeah, Yeah, this is new to me. I, like, wonder about whether there's any connection to the Middle East or if he's just, like, appropriating. (laughs) Because, like, the way that his name is written and some of those, like, visual stuff that he uses has, like, an Arabic feel to it. There's a lot of Middle Eastern immigrants to Latin America. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but I didn't, like, learn anything about it in his, like, yeah. bio stuff that I found. So I found a little bit about him. I think he was the one who did have a Wikipedia page of everybody that we found. Um, <laughs> he's from Santo Domingo, and his father was actually a merengue singer from the 80s. And he, they all went to New York City when he was 10. And he actually started out as a bachatero, and he worked with Aventura for a little bit. Um, and so that was kind of his, his foundation. And he, he, like, plays bass and different instrument stuff. Um, but then he launched a solo career as a merenguero. And I just really loved the sound of the song and also like the sort of hybrids, contemporary sounds that he brings in with a merengue. And I love a merengue horn. I mean, it's just, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, shout out horns. Oh. Who do we have to thank for that? <laughs> Eastern Europe? I don't know, man. I know, right? I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, where did the brass horns. come from? So much good feeling that comes from the horns. Yes. Give me a trombone. Give me a trumpet. <laughs> All of it. Did you play instruments growing up? We talked about this. I don't remember. I played the piano growing up. Okay. I mean, yeah. growing up after I came to the United States, after like in my teen years. Got it. Were you into it? Uh, I was into it, but I quit because my dad was really extra and he would like yell at me because I made mistakes and that's mm. not what practice is for. So I was no. just like, fuck this. No. Um, so Happy I stopped chill. playing, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, he just like didn't didn't know how to be <laughs> really he's doing yeah. his best and it was really not enough no but <laughs> no, it wasn't right for you <laughs> but so I stopped playing but I did play the piano for a few years when I was a teen mm-hmm. yeah I took a lot of years of piano lessons my mom is really into the piano and is really talented and she took lessons when she was a kid and she can, she has a really good ear she can like basically like pick out anything on the piano which is pretty amazing but doesn't really do a lot of music reading and stuff but I just like just wasn't good at it and didn't care I was only into it when we would play like musicals (laughs) like when I would learn songs Mm. that I knew because then I think I could be a little bit lazy with like because like you kind of know the melody so it's easier you know but I took years and years of piano lessons from this lady this older lady who lived in my neighborhood but um it's just not I don't think playing instruments is my thing and then I tried to learn guitar and I got frustrated my fingers are really short so it's really (laughs) hard to it was really hard to reach stuff and then in my 30s, I actually started playing the ukulele a little bit. But also, I kind of got, I sort of hit a wall. And then I was like, okay. So I don't think playing mu- music is for me. But I, I really loved it. Um, but, you know, maybe when I'm, maybe I'll pick it up again someday. So another fun thing that we did, and actually, my friend Carolyn deserves a shout out for this. She's Dominican. We were talking a lot about my trip. And I don't know how this came up, but she was like, you know, something my family and I do often when we go to DR is we'll like hire somebody to do like a photo shoot. 
And I was like, oh my God, that's really smart because Veto and I have been trying for a long time to get photos um, taken for, for Radia Manea. You know, we have some photos that her boo took of us um, early on, but you know, we always want like new photos and stuff to share on social media because it turns out having a podcast like also has visual elements involved with it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so we did that. We actually, a friend of Yanedis's um, agreed very last minute to do like a little photo shoot with us in Santo Domingo. And it was really awkward because we are really awkward. <laughs> Y'all, being a model is hard. Oh man, we are the not fuck? models. We are not models. No. Um, it was, it was, I mean, the setting was beautiful and I'm actually, I think that we haven't seen all the photos yet, but the photos I've seen, I actually think are pretty sweet. So we'll, we'll share a couple of them in the show notes with you all, but, um, it was a little bit of an adventure. Uh, uh-huh. So we're talking to our listeners. Yeah. And are we actually recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, okay, great, 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 great. We're recording. So, yeah, so There's dear like, listeners, we're feeling super awkward. I'm feeling super <laughs> I'm awkward. I'm feeling super something. awkward too. <laughs> There's, um, a violin concerto happening in the background. Yeah, yeah, do you hear it? But it's just one viejito practicing in an empty park. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. And our photographer is really tolerating us right yes, now. Yes, he is. <laughs> muy amable, muy amable. Muy amable. Está bien, está bien. He's saying we can talk better when he wouldn't know because he doesn't speak English, but... No, we have nothing, nothing bad to say. Nothing bad. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. But being a model is hard, y'all. Are any of y'all models? You have tips for us? (laughs) All right, here we are again. Another location. Pretty commercial street. Yeah. Mucha gente. Muchísima gente. Nos están mirando. Sí, nos están mirando. Tienes las gafas en la cara, en la cabeza. I never call them gafas. No? Gafas de sol? Yeah, yeah. ¿Qué lo llamas? Lentes. Lentes. Yeah. Although, like, lentes is also, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, see yeah. glasses, but in gafas Venezuela aren't, yeah. we see, we you say, say lentes, lentes for sí. everything, yeah? Sí. Pero, I mean, si dices gafas, te lo entender, but, you know. Yeah. The hard part of this is showing our personality. I know. And not I being know. all, like, stiff. I know. That is the hard part. Yeah. That's why being a model is hard. <laughs> this is why we're not models. <laughs> this is why we're not models. I never considered it. <laughs> no one ever thought it would be good for me. Just don't have it. Did you ever get approached? For modeling? Yeah. No. I'm surprised. In Minnesota? It's not like there's scouts there. I mean, for, like, local thing, you know? Yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, when I was a kid. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But. I think you're better off. Oh, yeah. the life of the podcast <laughs> activist. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather, I'd rather not, like, you know, be so traumatized. Right, right. It's just so uncomfortable. Oh, no, you're hurting. We're hurting. We're sitting on this like thing that's not really a curb. No, these are the sacrifices that we make for you, listeners. My, to have good photos. Yeah, to have good photos because my ass is like really being like oh, put us through right now. 
You can handle it. I can handle it. Yeah. I can handle it. Do, My mom are you used to hard, say, Do you identify as hard? Are you a hard femme? You do Yes. It. Yeah. Absolutely. So you can handle it. I can handle it. What I do I know? What My mom would say, I'm kind of a soft Para ser bella, hay que ver las estrellas. Ah, wow. Oh my God. That's, that's problematic. Of course we it is. We need to unpack that. Of course it is. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like corsets and... Yeah, no, it's horrible. It's wow. like you should suffer for yeah. this. It's yeah. horrible. I don't know if it matters which side of the thing I'm using, showing. Which yeah, the other side. I don't know. Do it no, all. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, of course it's horrible. It's It's like... That's, that's I mean, my I mom thought. definitely wanted me to wear corsets and stuff when I was a teenager. Like Fajas? Ah, Fajas, 100%. We had a meltdown during prom. Oh, my God. Shop, dress shopping about the Faja, yeah. About what are you going to wear? Yeah. Okay, okay. So it was kind of hilarious because I think most people thought... It felt kind of like an engagement photo shoot because <laughs> I think we just like didn't <laughs> really know how to did. interact with each other, you know. Well, it's also like because I wasn't really prepared. We yeah. decided while we were there, so I didn't bring clothes for a photo right. shoot. So I was like, I have this sundress, right? And then That's like true. I wore this sundress, and then it looked like we were just like actually. Yeah, yeah it's it. That's true because you weren't wearing like one of your more like edgy outfits or something. Yeah, it's true. Um, so it was pretty awkward because it's like, we're not a couple. This is not an engagement shoot, but like, clearly we want to be expressing, you know, we decided that really when we get big, we need to have like a stylist for our photo shoot because they would help us to be less awkward and to think about how to like create the sort I of I think that what we, we need is like more than like a day in advance notice that we're going <laughs> to do this. We've learned Perhaps. a lot from a couple of um, photo shoot attempts. It's Aborted like we need more shoots. T- yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need more time. We need concepts. We need the right kind of lighting. Like we've, le- we've learned a few things along the way. But yeah, the, the bottom line is we're not models. <laughs> we're not models. But I, I actually think that we'll get a, there'll be a few photos that it's hard. You know, it's like we need a photo that like we both look good and nobody's blurry and whatever. And it's like, you know, it's not easy. But but I had a good time. I thought it was fun. And it was I mean, the setting is perfect. It's Santo Domingo. It's just a beautiful, beautiful city. And there's a lots of beautiful like greenery. And, you know, it's got that like colonial charm situation. Um, so I thought the setting was really nice. All right. Yeah. So this is like my favorite part of the trip. And I was there for eight days. So like I had a lot of time, but this was like the highlight of potentially my year and maybe my life. <laughs> but we're going to start. <laughs> I know. I know. Let's be really dramatic here. Um, but first we're going to take a listen to a song um, by Anthony Santos called Tu Gato Triste. set the scene for you here. 
Okay, so picture it. It's a full moon. It's nighttime. We're at a random person's apartment that, like, is a friend of a friend's in, like, a far-out kind of, like, suburb, basically, of Santo Domingo. We took, like, a kind of wild car ride to get there where, like, nobody really knew where we were going. And, like, the driver would, like, pull over and ask people on the street, like, do you know where the gringo lives, basically, even though this guy's actually Spanish. <laughs> anyway, I don't actually know if that helps him get to where he was going. But, oh. Um, I think it did. Everybody knew who, like, yeah, a gringo was. People, even like, responded. the dude was Spanish. He's just, like, not Dominican, so he was, like, a gringo. Right. And I know. It's kind of amazing. And the person who was guiding us there, who was like, who knew where this person lives, it was like wasted out wasted, of his mind. Wasted. And there's like so six of us in a car. Like, where are we going? How are we getting there? Are we right. getting there? Is right. this a joke? Right. For <laughs> some know? reason, like, just, I, like, yeah. just like let go, you know? It's like, I know. we'll go where we go when we go. I know. I, I'm not normally laid back. Maybe you all can tell from this podcast. But for some reason, when I got to DR, I was just like, whatever like let's just roll with it like I was just like super relaxed and just like trusted the whole situation so I wasn't even stressed in the back um so we get to this person's apartment finally after like a long ass ride and it's like a teeny little efficiency basically and all of these gay men are cramped in there drinking and you know this is the Friday of Semana Santa so it's like a party um and we're like we roll up in there like the only uh the only women definitely in, in attendance um, Vero makes some great rum and cokes for all of us. So we got a little, you know, little traguito. Um, and then everyone decides that it's too hot in this apartment and we need to go up to the roof. We're like, great. So it's we go also like 20 of us and the apartment uh -huh. is like very, very small. Yeah. So it's it like, okay, let's apartment. go up on the roof. Yeah. So we head up on the roof and this guy was um, not expecting us by the way no he was definitely not his expecting drunk us. friend was like he apparently his drunk friend was apparently like i'm coming but he didn't take it seriously right yeah and he didn't say he was coming with like five people <laughs> <laughs> but everybody rolled with it and it was great and so we head up onto the roof which is just a roof let me be clear it's not a roof terrace it's not a rooftop it is just a bare ass roof <laughs> like cables yeah, here and there. Yeah, it's what I would expect out of a roof. It's what my roof is like. <laughs> I know, but I think that's like, if you don't live in New York City, basically, in the U.S., like, I don't think you ever get that experience of just going up to, like, a bare rooftop. I think it's a very Got it. particular urban experience. Like, in D.C., nobody has access to those kinds of roofs, or they don't exist, you know? So, I think it's very New York. I'd only, it reminded me of Brooklyn. I was like, this feels like Brooklyn, you know? Um, but anyway, reminder, the moon is full. <laughs> of course, they haul up yeah, there. Yeah, there like, just some plastic chairs. Chairs. <clears throat> but of course, there was a big-ass speaker. Um, and then a couple of the guys just kind of started DJing throughout the night from YouTube. And this was one of the songs. I was like, I tried to kind of capture some of what was playing because I was loving it all. But I was ended up being too busy. But this was the one song that I wrote down. So it's interesting because Anthony Santos is like, you know, a huge bachata star. And we've talked about him in that context. But this is actually a merengue. So, you know, he dabbled a little bit. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought that Anthony Santos was like strictly bachata. And I would listen to this. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Un merenguito. Yeah. Yep. We definitely mostly listened to bachata during this party, but there was a, there were a few merengues thrown in, even a few salsas thrown in there. But then, of course, sadly, it was time for you to go home back to New York. All right, so we're on in the car. <laughs> yep. It's your on last the way. few hours in the Dominican Republic. To the airport. And How are you feeling about leaving? Oh, my God. I'm feeling really sad, especially yeah. we had such a good night last oh night. Oh, my I God. I want that 
got to be my everyday life. Oh my life. god, last night was like a fucking dream, y'all. I'm like, did that really happen? We were with a bunch of homos uh-huh. in a rooftop in Las Alcarices. Yes. There was music coming from every single direction. There yes. was like La Romana coming out of El Colmado. There was some dembo coming out from the neighbors. It was place. like a pool party downstairs. There was like some bachata coming from our speaker. speakers. Yes. The moon was full. The moon was completely full. We had some roncito arcero. Uh huh. We did. It a little was, Cuba Libre. It was really nice. It was dreamy. Dreamy Very AF. Dreamy. dreamy AF. Perez got some uh, oh my god. bachata oh my god. lessons, oh my some god. advanced bachata oh my lessons god. from oh my god. Uh, Un Bailarín de Comparsa, <laughs> who was like, I'm going to sit here and teach you. He was so good. I, like, don't even know what happened. It was so beautiful. Yeah, you, like, leveled up. I, wow, like, seriously up. taught me so many things that I did not know, <laughs> and I hope that I will remember any of them to go and impress everybody that I dance with in D.C., because... It was, I mean, he was a beautiful teacher, so good, and it was just, and he was teaching me how to lead, which was so sweet, yeah. and he was sort of, like, telling me, like, what the, like, follows were going to do, and, I mean, I don't know, there's all these stories behind all the moves, it was just, it was, like, it fucking blew yeah. my mind, and it was, like, a long time, we were dancing together for a long time, yeah, and he, he just, like, kept like teaching me. A straight man slash the art. Not straight. Art. He's not straight? I mean, That's I don't think. Somebody I... told me that he was, it's like, look, it's a straight man dancing with Do you <laughs> with think he's friends. straight? He's the barber. I know, but that doesn't mean he's straight hanging out with all these homos. I know. I don't know. I didn't ask him about a sexual orientation. Somebody told me he was straight. My assumption was that he was a homo like all of them. But no, somebody that's told fine. me he was straight, he could be but straight. Okay, but that's amazing, even more amazing that he would exactly. let me lead and let and teach me how to lead. Exactly. He really he, he was, was definitely imitating the follows sometimes and it was pretty funny. All right. Okay. Yeah, we had a good little merengue together. You also danced, yes, yes. Yeah, we, definitely someone asked if you and I were sisters. Definitely somebody else That's a asked first. <laughs> if we were a couple, which also doesn't happen very often. I mean, which that, is a little that surprising. seems, yeah, that's true. But that seems actually more like likely in that of scenario course, than sisters. Like, that's why I'm saying I'm surprised that okay. we don't get that more yeah. often. But like I said, we on the podcast you talk about your ball all the time, and I talk about being single all the time, so yeah, yeah. that clarifies it. Yeah, I know. But um, our queer friend was like, "Te voy a preguntar algo impertinente. Tú eres gay?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely." Nobody like, needed to ask me that. Impertinente <laughs> away. <laughs> yes, it was um, kind of like something out of a movie, basically, and I don't know how I'll ever top it. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, Isn't it so great, y'all? <laughs> it was great. These are our so friends, cool. Rachel and Isha, who have been our companions this whole trip. Yeah, Rachel. Shout out to Rachel because she has all, all the Dominican friends, including the people who live on that roof, well, live underneath that rooftop. <laughs> yeah, underneath that rooftop. So. Magic. It was magic. I'm it really was magic. sad that Vito's leaving. I'm staying a few so more much days. music. La Romana coming out of the Colmado was a moment. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah. There was hookah, you uh, know. So the last song that we are bringing is called La Mujer Que A Mi Me Gusta, and it's by Wason Brasovan. La Mujer Que A Mi Me Gusta Tiene algunas celulitis que me encantan Toma vino, ríe mucho y se emborracha Su objetivo principal es ser feliz La mujer 
que a mí me gusta Es amante de la playa y la montaña Le emociona la canción que llega el alma Es un verdadero ejemplo de vivir Y hace el amor con tantas ganas Como que el mundo se acaba mañana Y está orgullosa de sus años de sus heridas, de sus canas, ya no le importa el carirán de los demás, pues para ella los demás son los demás, no le interesa ser perfecta. So this comes from the last CD that we bought on the beach, um, and this is another artist who's from the north of DR. And he's a musician, but also a songwriter, and actually has written for Monchi and Alexandra, and um, Dominique Marte, who I don't know if I've brought before, but he's like a pop singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so pretty impressed that literally we just bought like four random albums from people, Dominican artists that we didn't recognize and or weren't super familiar with, and we got like a pretty good mix, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah music a bolero DR. to end out the, the day. Yeah, so yeah, we, we think we'd call this a bolero. It's definitely very different than the other things we've been listening to. Um, I really love the lyrics, though. He's like, it's like kind of all about this woman that he loves and how she's not perfect but he loves her anyway but not in like a that sounds sort of patronizing when I repeat it but I think the way that the song lyrics play out it's actually very sweet it's like he says you know at one point like she's not interested in being perfect but she's perfect for me I don't know it's like very romantic and very sweet very sweet he talks about like her her depression and that she's faced a lot of trauma and even her cellulite (laughs) but it's all about this woman that he loves yeah exactly exactly so, I don't know. This trip was amazing. How did how did you feel about it overall? I thought it was great. It was really lovely. And, I mean, it was too short. I'd love to be there for longer. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. was nice to be, um, you know, with people that live there. And, you know, like, I, I like going to places where, like, I know somebody that has a personal connection. And, yeah. you know, get, like, a different feel of the place other right. than like a tourist right. feel right yep. which is could be fun too but um but it was really lovely in that sense yeah no that's definitely how I prefer to travel yeah big shout out to Rachel Afi Quinn who is our friend who's a researcher she's a professor um at the University of Houston and she's the one that um kind of suggested that we come to DR and she's the person who knew like everybody that we hung out with because she spent many years going there to do um to do her research and has a lot of friendships there now so Shout out to Rachel for inviting us to come along and for making it a really, a really great trip. Yeah, thank you. I hope this isn't our last like Radio Manea international reporting trip. <laughs> we'll oh, see. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, it was re- it was really great to um to get to be there and to experience things firsthand. And um and we hope you enjoyed kind of going on this little journey with us to the DR. So thanks so much for listening. As always, you can find all the information about these songs um, in our show notes at RileyManea.com. And if you're not following us on social media, make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at RileyManea. You should sign up for our newsletter. The link to that is in our show notes. And if you haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, definitely do that. It super, super helps us. 
And we're still um, soliciting listener picks. So if there's a song that you um, love by a Latinx artist that you think should be featured on Radio Menea, send us a voice memo um, via email to radiomenea at gmail.com. If you feel too shy to send a voicemail, you can just send us an email. But let us know what it is that you love about the song. And we'll maybe include you in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening, babies. Hasta la próxima. Ciao. Para terminar